Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning, Jesus tells us in the Gospel of today from Luke chapter 10, Verse 13 to 16, Jesus said to his disciples, Alas for you, Chorazin, alas for you, Bethsaida. For if the miracles done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. And still, it will not go as hard with Ty and Sidon at the judgment as with you. And as for you, Capernaum, did you want to be exalted high as heaven? You shall be thrown down to hell. Anyone who listens to you listens to me. Anyone who rejects you rejects me. And those who reject me, reject the one who sent me. Anyone who listens to you, listens to me. Anyone who rejects you, rejects me. And those who reject me, reject the one who sent me. These are serious words full of so much revelation and insight. And friends, I invite us to take our time later to read the whole of 1 John chapter 4. The whole of 1 John chapter 4. We will take some portions of it to help us understand what Jesus meant when he spoke to the disciples and said, Anyone who listens to you listens to me, and anyone who rejects you rejects me, and those who reject me reject the one who sent me. In other words, Jesus is saying that we represent him, just, just in short. In short, what Jesus is saying is that as his disciples, we represent him. Let us always remember the truths of scripture. Friends, you and I are not just ordinary beings. We are not just ordinary beings. Friends, we represent Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. You are an ambassador. Every Christian is an ambassador of Christ. We represent Christ here on earth, friends. And that is why we must recognize this truth always. Friends, you are not alone. We are not alone. We are other Christ, so to speak. We represent Christ. And in fact, we carry Christ. Christ is in us, Colossians 1, 27. The secret is that, in fact, the word of God says, it's a secret to know this truth. It's a secret, friends. And Jesus says, the kingdom of God is a mystery, and that this mystery is a secret. Friends, we are a blessed people. Take note of that. This is a secret, and the secret is that Christ is in you, Colossians 1, 27. The secret is that Christ is in you, and for that matter, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The secret is that Christ is in us. And because Christ is in us, there is hope. We are full of the glory of Christ. 
And for that matter, I'd like us to also read some versions of scripture, some, some, some scriptures to help us understand what Jesus meant. Anyone who listens to you listens to me. Why? Because Christ speaks in us. We carry Christ. Christ is in us. St. Paul will keep telling us in all his letters, in your union with Christ, in your union with Christ, in our union with Christ, we have become one in Christ by virtue of the fact that we accepted him as our Lord and Savior. By virtue of our baptism, we have been united to Christ. And so St. Paul will make it very clear to us in Galatians 2 verse 19 and 20, especially verse 20, he says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So in other words, indeed, what, when we speak, it is Christ who speaks in us. When we go in the name of Jesus Christ, when we go for the Great Commission or in the name of the Great Commission, we go in Jesus. Friends, we are carrying Jesus. So whatever we do, our life is in Christ, we are told. And so it is no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. In other words, it's no longer us also who speak, but Christ who speaks in us. So whoever listens to us is listening not to us, but to Christ. And he goes further to say that, and as they listen to Christ, they are listening to God the Father. What a privilege and what an, an, what an honor. At the same time, what a responsibility. Every ambassador has a great responsibility to be careful he, uh, how he or she lives. Because whatever we do can, be a, uh, can, be, can lead to the glory of the Father or can be an indictment, so to speak. We represent a whole nation, that is heaven. We are citizens of heaven. So we speak in the name of heaven. We act in the name of heaven. Friends, let's have a look at some scriptures here. If we read 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. Let's take it from verse 11 to 17. 1 John 4, 11. It says... Dear friends, if this is how God loved us, then we should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in union with us, and his love is made perfect in us. Did you hear that? That's verse 12 of First John 4. If we love one another, God lives in union with us. God is in us. God lives as one with us if we live in love. If we live in love, that is God. We are living in God and God is living in us, that we are told. Verse 13, we are sure that we live in union with God and that he lives in union with us because he has given us his spirit. One of the reasons also that, that confirms the fact that we are in union with Christ or we are one with Christ is the fact of his spirit in us. The spirit is the mark of ownership of God in us. The fact that we are sealed in the Holy Spirit means we belong to Christ. We are in union with Christ. And let us also remember that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is Jesus. And Jesus is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God. So God is in us. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, before we continue with this verse, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 17 to 21, St. Paul makes it very clear that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. And because of our union with Christ, whoever is in Christ is also a new creation. And that we are now ambassadors of Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 20. We are ambassadors of Christ. And it says it's as though God, was uh, God is uh, acting in us. God is acting through us. To make everyone his friend. God is making, God has made us his ambassadors to proclaim the message of reconciliation. God has made us ambassadors. We are ambassadors in Christ. Ambassadors for Christ on this earth. To proclaim the message of reconciliation. To tell everyone that God wants them to be his friends. They should run away. We are supposed to tell people that we have run away from our sins and we are now friends with God. And this same message, God wants us to proclaim to everyone. And that is why he, Jesus was speaking to the people of Chorazin and Bethsaida. 
He proclaimed the message of God to them by way of miracles and they failed to believe. Friends, Jesus wants us to believe him. And he wants us to go out there and proclaim his message to everyone for them to come to union with him. In verse 13 he says, We are sure that we live in union with God and that he lives in union with us because he has given us his spirit. Remember in Romans 5 verse 5, The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So Christ lives in us. And St. Paul makes it very clear. For now, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in us. So if it is no longer I or us who live, but Christ who lives in us, it means when we speak, Christ is speaking. When we laugh, Christ is laughing. Whatever action we undertake, it is Christ who takes it. Let us be careful. It's a great responsibility to be called an ambassador of no less a nation, but the nation of heaven, so to speak. We are ambassadors for Christ. What a great honor. And friends, think about it. Who is an ambassador? An ambassador represents the nation. We represent the whole of heaven. And friends, it's a great responsibility and, and a great blessing. We won't, go, we won't delve more into that. But the truth of the matter is that if we represent Christ, therefore, when we speak, then we are speaking in his name and we are speaking for him. And when people reject us also, it means they are rejecting not us, but the one who is in us. By extension, Christ. And by extension, God. God is in us. Verse 14. And we have seen and tell others that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone declares that Jesus is the Son of God, he lives in union with God, and God lives in union with him. You see that again. A confirmation of the Father, God is in us. We are not common people. Friends, we are beyond distraction. That is why we should not be afraid. God is in us. Christ is in us. Friends, we are shielded. We are covered. Verse, um, verse 16. And we, know, we ourselves know and believe the love which God has for us. That is from 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. Verse 16 goes on. God is love. And whoever lives in love lives in union with God. And God lives in union with him. Love is made perfect, verse 17, in us, in order that we may have courage on judgment day. Pay attention. He says, and we will have it because our life in this world is the same as that of Christ. You heard that. So 1 John 4, verse 17 makes it very clear. Our life, our life in this world is the same as that of Christ. Our life in this world is the same as that of Christ. And what constitutes our life? Our actions, our words, our deeds in this world is the same as that of Christ. Some version will put it this way. As he is in heaven, so are we on earth. As Jesus is in heaven, so are we here on earth. That is why he wants his will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. He wants us to execute his will. He wants us to execute his plan here on earth as it is in heaven. In the hour, Father, we pray that every day. Friends, we are Christ on earth. We represent Christ on earth. Take note of that. We are ambassadors of Christ. As he is in heaven, so are we here on earth. I enjoin you to take your time and read the whole of 1 John chapter 4. You will understand why Jesus will dare say to the disciples, Anyone who listens to you, listens to me. And anyone who rejects you, rejects me. And those who reject me, reject the one who sent me. Friends, you represent Christ. We are not ordinary people. We are carrying Christ in us. And it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Jesus we are carrying Jesus. Acts 17, 28 says that in Christ we live. In him we move. In him we, uh, we have our being. So everything about us has to do with Christ. And so Jesus is right and is very clear when he says anyone who listens to us listens to him. And anyone who rejects us rejects him. 
May we represent Christ honorably. May we be honest and true ambassadors of Christ so that indeed people will listen to us and listen to Christ or people will listen to Christ through us and come to salvation. We pray that God will help us to be true ambassadors in the name of Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful day. Remain blessed and live always in the consciousness that God is in you. You are one with Christ and that we represent Christ. Friends, and so let us act honorably in the name of Jesus Christ. By his grace, by his grace, take note of that. We are blessed. We are honored. We represent Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors of Christ. We speak for Christ. And whoever listens to us is listening not to us, but to Christ. Whoever rejects us is rejecting not us, but Christ. And by extension, Jesus says, who those who reject me and those who accept me are not rejecting me or accepting me, but they are accepting or rejecting the one who sent me. And that is God himself. Friends, we are carriers of God. We are carriers of God. What a blessing and what a responsibility. May God help us to live up to our responsibility. And may God help us to live up to that honor in the name of Jesus. It is not by might nor by power but by the Spirit of the Lord. Indeed, anyone who listens to you, listens to Christ. In Jesus' name be blessed forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Christ, in the gospel of this morning, from Luke 10, 17 to 24, the 72 came back rejoicing. Lord, they said, even the devils submit to us when we use your name. He said to them, I watched Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yes, I have given you power to tread underfoot serpents and scorpions and the whole strength of the enemy. Nothing shall ever hurt you. Yet do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you. 
Rejoice rather that your names are written in heaven. It was then that, filled with joy by the Holy Spirit, he said, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever, and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then turning to his disciples, he spoke to them in private, Happy the eyes that see what you see, for I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see and never saw it, to hear what you hear and never heard it. Beloved in Christ, our walk as Christians, according to 2 Corinthians 5-7, is a matter of faith, not of sight. The Christian walk is a walk of faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Friends, and by faith means we believe what Jesus tells us. We may not see the whole picture, what Jesus intends for us. But the good news indeed is that God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he alone knows the plans he has for us. Plans meant for our good, not for disaster. Some few days back in this chapter 10 of Luke, Jesus sent the disciples out and told them, I am sending you out like sheep amongst wolves. It appears dangerous, but I know what I am doing. Friends, they obeyed him and went. As if there was not enough, he told them not to take any money, not to take any extra standards, not to take any bag. Friends, he wanted them to depend on him totally as a father. And they obeyed him like children. In fact, he told them that unless you change and become like little children, you can never enter the kingdom of God. You know, as children, sometimes, even going to school, for example, we did not want to go to school when we were children. But our parents used to force us and take us there. Why? Because they knew the importance of it. And sometimes we had to cry and wail. And yet our parents would take us to school and leave us there. Whilst we are crying, they ignore us, so to speak, and go to work and leave us in school. And at that stage, we thought they didn't like us. But they knew what was ahead of us. And they knew that it was good for us. Friends, Jesus sent the 72 out. They didn't know what was lying ahead of them. Jesus knew. We are told they went in obedience, but they came back rejoicing. The 72 came back rejoicing. Why? Friends, anytime we obey the Lord and do what he tells us, friends, it may not make sense, but the end result is that we will have peace and fulfillment in life. We will have joy in obeying the Lord. Friends, God will never ask us to do something that will not be in our interest or that will not be a blessing to us. God is a good God. God is love and God loves you and I. The 72 came back rejoicing. They said, Lord, they said, even the devil submit to us when we use your name. Friends, the 72 came back rejoicing. They went in obedience and came back rejoicing. That is what God wants us to experience any time we go out and any time we are coming back. Friends, any time we are going out, it's as if the Lord is sending us and the Lord expects us whenever, every day, daily, to proclaim the word of God. We are to proclaim Jesus wherever we find ourselves. And so, it is like going out as sheep among wolves. Any time we are going out, of our houses. And when we go out there and do what is pleasing to the Lord and proclaim Jesus and evangelize Jesus and talk about Jesus, friends, we will definitely come back rejoicing. One of the key secrets to, to happiness, fulfillment, and joy in life is going out to evangelize. 
Jesus sent them to go and evangelize. And risky as it was, or dangerous as it was, they came back rejoicing. Anyone who goes out to evangelize, who makes up his or her mind to consciously or unconsciously live for Christ, to evangelize, to talk about Jesus, friends, you will feel your life, you will receive joy indescribable, joy uncontrollable, joy unmeasurable or immeasurable. Friends, that is the secret to joy. I challenge you and I encourage you. If there is is a time in your life, or if you are going through difficult moments, you have no peace, you have no joy, you have no fulfillment in life, you have no contentment in life, I encourage you and I challenge you to take a risk. Go out there and share Jesus with somebody. Go out there and talk about Jesus with somebody. Friends, you will experience what the disciples experienced. Just take that risk. Pray for courage. Pray for boldness. And go out there and just tell somebody Jesus loves you. Just tell somebody Jesus loves you. Friends, you can write it even on pieces of paper and share it among people. Just give people you don't even know. Give, take that risk, friends. That is what I do sometimes even here. I have written Jesus loves you in Italian, for example, and I hang it on my, on, on my neck. I wear it, you know. And I go around in the buses, in the trains, people read it. Some smile, some squeeze their faces. But friends, I also have written the same thing, Jesus loves you, in Italian, and I put it in my file. A transparent file. And I hold it in such a way that people can read it in the trains, and people can read it in the, in the buses. And friends, any time I do that, I come back to the house rejoicing and I'm fulfilled. I'm going to school, I am carrying it. I am going to town, I am carrying it. I am returning, I am carrying it. And friends, there is fulfillment and there is joy in evangelization and talking about Jesus. It is time to get practical. Dear friends, Jesus is teaching us. Jesus wants us to be happy. Precisely why he said, go and talk about me, Matthew 28. Go to all the whole world and preach the gospel. Go. And he left the how to us. Friends, that great commission, the commandment, the, the, the great commission is a source of joy to the believer. The great commission is not only to win souls for Jesus, it's not only to win the world for Jesus, but it's also a means by which we can have peace, joy, and fulfillment in life. These were Jesus' last words to us. In Acts 1 verse 8, it says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Jesus wants us to witness. Why? Because in witnessing, we encounter his peace, we encounter his joy, we encounter his love. Friends, you, 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 you know, we, we cannot give what we don't have. And the good news is that whatever we give out, we will get back. It's like we throw the ball to the wall, it will come back to you. As we go out and talk about Jesus, we are giving them Jesus, who is the prince of peace. When we are evangelizing, we are talking about Jesus, we are presenting Jesus, and Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So we are giving people the Prince of Peace, we are giving them peace. We are giving them joy, joy to the world. Jesus Christ is joy to the world. When we give Jesus out to people, we are giving them joy. Friends, when we give Jesus to people, we are giving them salvation. And what does that mean? It's as if we are throwing a ball to the wall. And as we do that, we get peace back. As we give Jesus peace, and as we give Jesus as the Prince of Peace people, we receive peace back. As we give him joy to people, we receive joy back. As we give salvation to them, we also receive salvation. Dear friends, God will never ask us to do something that will not be of benefit to us. It may be difficult, it may be tough, but at the end of it all, when we follow through thick and thin, we will experience the favor, the blessing, and the fulfillment in God. That is what we see even in the first reading. Job, after going through all the crises and all the trials, what happened to him? God blessed him beyond his imagination. That is what happens to us. Anytime we go through trials, friends, God will honor his word. God will honor his word. You may be going through tough times now. You may be going through trials now. I encourage you, it is not easy, yes, but sit at the feet of Jesus. Depend on God. God will lead you. God will guide you. Your, your, your story, your trial will end in praise. 
Just make sure you continue to walk with the Lord. Just make sure, even in these trials, learn to talk about Jesus. Learn to praise Him. Jesus told us, I mean, in the gospel, we are told, Jesus said, I bless you, Father. I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever and revealing them to mere children. Learn to praise the Lord. Learn to bless the Lord. Even in your pain, even in your trial, even in your confusion, let us learn to praise the Lord. And I can tell you, as Jesus says, look, for hiding these things, there are things hidden from us, but these things hidden are for our good. Friends, God will reveal them to us as we walk with Him. Friends, Jesus declares that happy are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see and never saw it. To hear what you hear and never heard it. Friends, there is joy in hearing the word of God. There is joy in seeing the word of God, in reading the word of God, in meditating on the word of God, and making time to speak and to hear from God. That is one of the secrets to joy. And that is what God wants you and I to experience. It was then that filled with joy by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was filled with joy by the Holy Spirit. Indeed, joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Galatians, Galatians 5, verse 32. One of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. And it comes from the Holy Spirit as we are told. It was then that filled with joy by the Holy Spirit, he said, I bless you, Father. May the Lord fill your heart with his peace. May the Lord fill your life with his joy. And may God give us creative ways to evangelize. May God give us the courage and the boldness to go out and speak about him. Friends, the 72 came back rejoicing and said, Lord, they said, even the devil submit to us. They were surprised that the devil submitted to them. In the first place, as they were going, they knew they were only supposed to go out there and talk about Jesus. They didn't know that they would experience the devil submitting to them. That is also another thing we must take note of. In our walk with Jesus, Jesus has surprises for us as we walk along. They said, even the devil submit to us. Even. In other words, they were not expecting that. They were not even thinking about that. But they experienced that. Friends, God will cause you to experience blessings, peace, and favor that you, do, you knew nothing about. That's what we are told. Even in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 15, to the God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we can ever ask or think. Friends, that is the God we serve. He is full of surprises. God will surprise you. Your pain will, will end in a surprise for your good. Your, 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 your torture, your trial will end in, in, in praise to the glory of God's name. It will end in surprise to, to, to people who even think that you are going to be disgraced. You will not be disgraced. You will not be disgraced. In the name of Jesus, God will transform your pain into joy. God will transform your, 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 your seemingly your seeming pain, uh, disgrace into fame, into testimony in the name of Jesus. May we pray for grace and courage to go out and speak about Jesus and evangelize. We pray for this grace in the name of Jesus. Every devil will submit to us in the name of Jesus. And Jesus makes it completely by saying that what? Yes, I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Jesus gave them this power, but they didn't know. They didn't know that what we are told. Look, I tell you, I have even given you power to tread upon every power of the enemy, to overcome the power of the enemy. Friends, surprises are with us. Surprises, good surprises are with us. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. We are blessed. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of your own Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Too much, 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 too much,
in Christ in the gospel of this morning from Luke 10 17 to 24 the 72 came back rejoicing Lord they said even the devils submit to us when we use your name he said to them I watched Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yes, I have given you power to tread underfoot serpents and scorpions and the whole strength of the enemy. Nothing shall ever hurt you. Yet do not rejoice that the Spirit submit to you. Rejoice rather that your names are written in heaven. It was then that, filled with joy by the Holy Spirit, he said, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever, and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then turning to his disciples, he spoke to them in private, Happy the eyes that see what you see, for I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see and never saw it, to hear what you hear and never heard it. Beloved in Christ, our walk as Christians according to 2 Corinthians 5-7 is a matter of faith, not of sight. The Christian walk is a walk of faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Friends, and by faith means we believe what Jesus tells us. We may not see the whole picture, what Jesus intends for us. But the good news indeed is that God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he alone knows the plans he has for us. Plans meant for our good, not for disaster. Some few days back in this chapter 10 of Luke, Jesus sent the disciples out and told them, I am sending you out like sheep amongst wolves. It appears dangerous, but I know what I am doing. Friends, they obeyed him and went. As if that was not enough, he told them not to take any money, not to take any extra standards, not to take any bag. Friends, he wanted them to depend on him totally as a father. And they obeyed him like children. In fact, he told them that unless you change and become like little children, you can never enter the kingdom of God. 
You know, as children, sometimes, even going to school, for example, we did not want to go to school when we were children. But our parents used to force us and take us there. Why? Because they knew the importance of it. And sometimes we had to cry and wail. And yet our parents would take us to school and leave us there. Whilst we are crying, they ignore us, so to speak, and go to work and leave us in school. And at that stage, we thought they didn't like us. But they knew what was ahead of us. And they knew that it was good for us. Friends, Jesus sent the 72 out. They didn't know what was lying ahead of them. Jesus knew. We are told they went in obedience, but they came back rejoicing. The 72 came back rejoicing. Why? Friends, anytime we obey the Lord and do what He tells us, friends, it may not make sense, but the end result is that we will have peace and fulfillment in life. We will have joy in obeying the Lord. Friends, God will never ask us to do something that will not be in our interest or that will not be a blessing to us. God is a good God. God is love and God loves you and I. The 72 came back rejoicing. They said, Lord, they said, even the devil submit to us when we use your name. Friends, the 72 came back rejoicing. They went in obedience and came back rejoicing. That is what God wants us to experience anytime we go out and anytime we are coming back. Friends, anytime we are going out, if I see the Lord is sending us and the Lord expects us whenever, every day, daily, to proclaim the word of God, we are to proclaim Jesus wherever we find ourselves. And so, it is like going out as sheep among wolves. Anytime we are going out, of our houses. And when we go out there and do what is pleasing to the Lord and proclaim Jesus and evangelize Jesus and talk about Jesus, friends, we will definitely come back rejoicing. One of the key secrets to, to happiness, fulfillment, and joy in life is going out to evangelize. Jesus sent them to go and evangelize. And risky as it was, or dangerous as it was, they came back rejoicing. Anyone who goes out to evangelize, who makes up his or her mind to consciously or unconsciously live for Christ, to evangelize, to talk about Jesus, friends, you will feel your life, you will receive joy indescribable, joy uncontrollable, joy unmeasurable or immeasurable. Friends, that is the secret to joy. I challenge you and I encourage you. If there is, there is a time in your life, or if you are going through difficult moments, you have no peace, you have no joy, you have no fulfillment in life, you have no contentment in life, I encourage you and I challenge you to take a risk. Go out there and share Jesus with somebody. Go out there and talk about Jesus with somebody. Friends, you will experience what the disciples experience. Just take that risk. Pray for courage. Pray for boldness. And go out there and just tell somebody Jesus loves you. Just tell somebody Jesus loves you. Friends, you can write it even on pieces of paper and share it among people. Just give people you don't even know. Give, take that risk, friends. That is what I do sometimes even here. I have written Jesus loves you in Italian, for example, and I hang it on my, on, on my neck. I wear it, you know. And I go around in the buses, in the trains, people read it. Some smile, some squeeze their faces. But friends, I also have written the same thing, Jesus loves you, in Italian, and I put it in my file. A transparent file. And I hold it in such a way that people can read it in the trains, and people can read it in the, in the buses. And friends, any time I do that, I come back to the house rejoicing and I'm fulfilled. I'm going to school, I am carrying it. I am going to town, I am carrying it. I am returning, I am carrying it. And friends, there is fulfillment and there is joy in evangelization and talking about Jesus. It is time to get practical. Dear friends, Jesus is teaching us. Jesus wants us to be happy. Precisely why he said, go and talk about me, Matthew 28. Go to all the whole world and preach the gospel. Go. And he left the house to us. Friends, that great commission, the commandment, the, the, the great commission is a source of joy to the believer. The great commission is not only to win souls for Jesus, it's not only to win the world for Jesus, 
but it's also a means by which we can have peace, joy, and fulfillment in life. These were Jesus' last words to us. In Acts 1 verse 8, it says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Jesus wants us to witness. Why? Because in witnessing, we encounter his peace, we encounter his joy, we encounter his love. Friends, you, 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 you know, we, we cannot give what we don't have. And the good news is that whatever we give out, we will get back. It's like you throw the ball to the wall, it will come back to you. As we go out and talk about Jesus, we are giving them Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. When we are evangelizing, we are talking about Jesus, we are presenting Jesus, and Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So we are giving people the Prince of Peace, we are giving them peace. We are giving them joy, joy to the world. Jesus Christ is joy to the world. When we give Jesus out to people, we are giving them joy. Friends, when we give Jesus to people, we are giving them salvation. And what does that mean? It's as if we are throwing a ball to the wall. And as we do that, we get peace back. As we give Jesus peace, I mean, as we give Jesus as the Prince of Peace people, we receive peace back. As we give him joy to people, we receive joy back. As we give salvation to them, we also receive salvation. Dear friends, God will never ask us to do something that will not be of benefit to us. It may be difficult, it may be tough, but at the end of it all, when we follow through thick and thin, we will experience the favor, the blessing, and the fulfillment in God. That is what we see even in the first reading. Job, after going through all the crises and all the trials, what happened to him? God blessed him beyond his imagination. That is what happens to us. Anytime we go through trials, friends, God will honor his word. God will honor his word. You may be going through tough times now. You may be going through trials now. I encourage you, it is not easy, yes, but sit at the feet of Jesus. Depend on God. God will lead you. God will guide you. Your, your, your story, your trial will end in praise. Just make sure you continue to walk with the Lord. Just make sure, even in these trials, learn to talk about Jesus. Learn to praise Him. Jesus told us, I mean, in the, in the gospel we are told, Jesus said, I bless you, Father. I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever and revealing them to mere children. Learn to praise the Lord. Learn to bless the Lord. Even in your pain, even in your trial, even in your confusion, let us learn to praise the Lord. And I can tell you, as Jesus says, look, for hiding these things, there are things hidden from us, but these things hidden are for our good. Friends, God will reveal them to us as we walk with Him. Friends, Jesus declares that happy are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings will never see what you see and never saw it. To hear what you hear and never heard it. Friends, there is joy in hearing the word of God. There is joy in seeing the word of God, in reading the word of God, in meditating on the word of God, and making time to speak and to hear from God. That is one of the secrets to joy. And that is what God wants you and I to experience. It was then that filled with joy by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was filled with joy by the Holy Spirit. Indeed, joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Galatians, Galatians 5, verse 32. One of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. And it comes from the Holy Spirit as we are told. It was then that filled with joy by the Holy Spirit, he said, I bless you, Father. May the Lord fill your heart with his peace. May the Lord fill your life with his joy. And may God give us creative ways to evangelize. May God give us the courage and the boldness to go out and speak about Him. Friends, the 72 came back rejoicing and said, Lord, they said, even the devils submit to us. They were surprised that the devils submitted to them. In the first place, as they were going, they knew they were only supposed to go out there and talk about Jesus. They didn't know that they would experience the devils submitting to them. That is also another thing we must take note of. In our walk with Jesus, Jesus has surprises for us as we walk along. They said, even the devils submit to us. Even. In other words, they were not expecting that. They were not even thinking about that. But they experienced that. Friends, God will cause you to experience blessings, peace, and favor that you, do, you knew nothing about. That's what we are told. 
even in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 13, to the God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we can ever ask or think. Friends, that is the God we said. He is full of surprises. God will surprise you. Your pain will, will end in a surprise for your good. Your, 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 your torture, your trial will end in, in, in praise to the glory of God's name. It will end in surprise to, to, to people who even think that you are going to be disgraced. You will not be disgraced. You will not be disgraced. In the name of Jesus, God will transform your pain into joy. God will transform your, 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 your seemingly your seeming pain, uh, disgrace into fame, into testimony. In the name of Jesus. May we pray for grace and courage to go out and speak about Jesus and evangelize. We pray for this grace. In the name of Jesus. Every devil will submit to us. In the name of Jesus. And Jesus makes it completely by saying that what? Yes, I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And to overcome all the power of the enemy. Jesus gave them this power. But they didn't know. They didn't know. That what we are told. Look, I tell you. I have even given you power to tread upon every power of the enemy. To overcome the power of the enemy. Friends, surprises are with us. Surprises, good surprises are with us. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. We are blessed. You are blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hail Mary. Full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of your own Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners. Now and at the hour of our death. Amen.